All right. Well, we're back. It's uh, it's Friday. We've got our weekly podcast, and uh, today I've got uh, I've got Roy Dooley with me. Roy Dooley. Oh, I got you. Right. you, know, you just told me about your twin I, brother. I, and it happens yeah. my entire That's life. That's what you did to me. You, you, yeah. <laughs> so Ray's got a twin brother. Named Roy. Named Roy. You guys look exactly alike and sound alike, right? Exactly. Yeah. Well, Ray, um, Ray's here today. He is our latest uh, highway angel. So I uh, want to congratulate you. And uh, we want uh, the rest of the company to uh, hear this uh this story of uh, why you're being recognized as a highway angel. You want to start off and let everyone know uh, what happened out there? Well, I'd be glad to, but but I would like to say one thing is, is, is I'm more humbled about this than, than anything else, and, and I appreciate the recognition. The thing is, is, is I'm more proud that I was able to take this woman from a dangerous situation and make sure she gets home safely. Yeah. And uh, so, but I'll go ahead and start with the story. Uh, I'll have to refer back to the date because it's been a little bit back, further back. Uh, but uh, let me just start. I'm not even going to bring up the date because I really I cannot remember what it was. I can tell you this. So, okay, May 1st is what it says. Around on May 1st, I was traveling uh, eastbound on I-90. Okay. I was headed to uh, Chicago. I was approximately 30 miles uh, east of Billings, Montana. And uh, it was a pitch dark night that night. There was no rain and there were stars out, but it was just really a dark night. Not any traffic, hardly any traffic on the highway. Uh, so I had my bright lights on. I was in the right-hand lane. And uh, all of a sudden, I noticed something, which I watch for deers or stuff, just so I can have a reaction. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I looked over, and I thought it might have been an animal, like a deer that kicking its legs uh, up in the air. Uh, but as I got closer, I realized that that's human arms and hands waving out of me from the grassy area, but that's all I could see was arms and hands. Couldn't tell you if it was male, couldn't tell you if it was female. Uh, so by the time I stopped my truck, I'm about a half a mile up the road from where I noticed the individual waving their arms. I contacted the uh, local sheriff department and uh, asked the sheriff department, Bighorn uh, Sheriff Department is who it was, I uh, stayed on the phone with a dispatcher, told her who, my history. I'm a former law enforcement officer, and I told her that. And uh, I said, I do not know what I have. I don't know if I have an injury. I don't know if it's male or female. I don't know if uh, this might even be a setup where somebody's just trying to get my attention and steal my truck and trailer. So I asked for her to dispatch a sheriff deputy to my location. So, and uh, So let me, so you're driving down I-90, and... You see something flailing off to the side of the road. On the right-hand side, yes. Okay. And that was same direction that you were going? Same direction of travel? Yeah, it was, she, right? was on the, she was on the right-hand side as I was going eastbound. I was in the right-hand lane, and so I had my bright lights on. Yeah. So but how far up ahead did you, did you notice this? I probably caught a glimpse of, of uh, some type of movement a quarter mile like I said, it was a pitch dark night. My bright lights were on, but I just saw something yeah. that got my attention. And uh, until I got closer, I couldn't tell what it was. So, so like deep grass in the ditch. Or? Yeah, she was. She wasn't in. It wasn't. It was more of a a drop off. Mm-hmm. It was high grass. Yeah. The person was laying in the grass, yeah. and all I could see is my headlights got her was arms and hands waving, and. Uh, 
that's when I knew somebody was in trouble or this was some other situation. Mm-hmm. So at that point, uh, the sheriff's department got so on the phone. over. Yeah, I did. And it took about a half a mile to stop the truck, you know, by the time sure. uh, to do a safe stop. Yeah. And uh, I didn't even get out of the truck until I contacted the sheriff's department. I let them know who I was, what I saw, didn't know what was happening, that if they would send a deputy my way, and then I asked the dispatcher to stay on the phone with me. And the dispatcher did, as a female dispatcher. And so by the time I turned my four ways on, I got out of my truck, got my flashlight, put my, I even had time to put my flares out because I didn't want nobody to hit my truck. Uh, and when I started walking out there, I noticed at that time a white female, approximately 5'5", five, five, 180 pounds or so, walking my direction, wearing a white T-shirt and blue jeans. And... Uh, I told, you know, I, just like I told y'all, I also described the individual to the uh, sheriff dispatcher. And uh, she was limping and uh, struggling to, to get up because we were walking uphill. She was walking uphill towards me. And uh, I asked her immediately, I said, do you need an ambulance? I, I'm on the phone with dispatch right now. We can get an ambulance your direction. She says, I'm hurt, but I don't want an ambulance. And uh, needless to say, uh, I asked her what happened. And at that point, she described what happened. Said she was uh, took a ride from a guy from Billings. Uh, now the woman has been drinking. Being my former law enforcement, I recognize that right off the bat and smelt the alcohol. I, uh, she said that the guy pulled over the side of the road and literally kicked her out of the car. Jeez. And uh, as she was getting out of the car, he literally took off, which caused her to drag and caused her to hurt her leg. And uh, so she's told me she was laying in that grass for about two hours. Now, I'm believing at that time, if that was a two-hour period, that she might have been a little bit more intoxicated at that time. She was probably hurting. She just needed to lay down and rest. And it's really a smart idea. She wasn't noticed by anybody. So if there was any bad intentions coming down the highway, they wouldn't have saw her. Uh, Fortunately, I was just put in the right place at the right time to stop and uh, render aid. Uh, so the, the authorities then come? Uh, it took about of, took about 30 minutes for okay. the deputies to show up. Yeah. you got to realize in Montana that it's a big, wide, open state. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. and we're 30 miles from east or west from any location, mm-hmm. any city. Uh, no city lights, no nothing. Just, mm-hmm. just me and her out there in the middle of nowhere. And uh, so I asked her if she was needed a drink, water. I gave her a bottle of water. She said she was hungry. I gave her a Pop-Tart because that's all I had. Uh, <laughs> and she ate it. And, uh, and I took one of my blankets uh, that I had, little blankets you buy at the truck stop, and I used it to put around her shoulders. And because uh, it was pretty nippy, about 40 degrees, I believe, that, that, that night uh, or somewhere in that neighborhood. So we talked. Uh, I explained who I was. I said, I'm here only to make sure that you get to a safe location, so take any fears out of your mind whatsoever. And that's when she told me that her father was a uh, retired police officer at, from, the tr- from the Crow Tribal Nation mm-hmm. and, and said that she wished that her father would be able to meet me because I've been so nice to her. I said, well, I, I said, tell your father hello and thank him for his service. And uh, the police officer showed up, or the sheriff deputy showed up. Mm-hmm. I explained the situation to him. I told him he needed to look into this a little further because I believe due to her assault of being pushed out of the car that something else might have happened. And from that point, I haven't heard anything else of what happened. But she was able to get into the patrol car and went on 
don't know if they went to the police department, went to the hospital, or went to her house. I don't have that information. At that point, I contacted our safety department uh, and let them know that while I was on the side of the road, why I was there, sure. and uh, and that was it. That's how the whole story ended. And haven't in and I think you had mentioned uh, since then you've had some interaction with her. Is that right? I, f I found her on Facebook you found her just on Facebook? about yeah. a week ago. Did you? Okay. And uh, and I did contact her on Facebook, message her on Facebook. I yeah. told her, I said, I'm the truck driver that helped you out there in Montana. I said, I, I said, I know this is kind of weird. You're getting a Facebook message from somebody. You don't know who it is. Uh, she actually had like seven Facebook pages. Okay. So, I mean, I, and, and I sent every one of them until I finally hit the right one. Okay. And uh, she contacted me back. Did she? What did she have to say? She just, she, she thanked me. She yeah. just said, thank you, thank she you, thank you. She was doing okay. Yeah. yeah, she was doing fine. And I asked her. I said, "I said, can I be a uh, uh, what? What's a word? Official uh, Indian now? Uh, you know, oh. or honor, honorary? Honor. That's what I said. I said, okay. I said, I said, tell your dad I wouldn't be like to be an honorary Crow Indian." <laughs> and she said, "I'll check into that." Well, that was the end of our story. But that was my way of just trying to do a smile with her. Well, well, Ray, we thank you. Thank you for your service, uh, not only to uh, you know being a great. Uh, humanitarian and going the extra mile here and, and, and helping this person out. Um, but we thank you for your service, uh, your law enforcement service. Um, and we're just, uh, we're really honored to have you a part of the organization. Um, such, a, such a fine person, uh, a part of our organization. And uh, we're honored to have you uh, receive this award from the Truckload Carrier Association. Um, Ironically, it was your brother Roy that nominated you, right? Well, I was telling, I was just telling Roy about the story, and I didn't know anything about the Highway Angel Award. Yeah, I didn't know anything about it. Now, I, since I found out about it, I found out we've had a few Hirschbach we have. Uh, employees that we have been have. recognized, and I just think it's 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 great. I know none of these drivers that have received this have gone out there to try to do this for right. some type of achievement. I believe that we have a very good group of truckers out there. We sure do. And that, that we're really a brotherhood. Mm -hmm. And I started driving in the 70s back when we had 45-foot uh, trailers. Mm -hmm. And uh, I drove for uh, five years for uh, Kroger, uh, well, actually Vandervoort's Dairy out of Fort Worth, which was owned by Kroger grocery stores, delivering uh, milk uh, to South Texas. And, uh, and did that for, like I said, five years, about mm -hmm. 200,000 miles all I drove with them. And, and then after that, I ended up becoming a police officer. Well, again, we thank you for your service uh, into the law enforcement and your service to our, our fine industry here in trucking. So congratulations, and thank you so much. You're very Good welcome, Brad. Yeah. And I'm glad to be with your company. Yeah. It's an awesome company. Well, we're, we're thrilled to have you. Enjoy the 4th. Uh, be safe out there. And uh, for our, the rest of you, uh, we'll just make this uh, a brief uh, podcast today. You know, we've got the 4th of July. I think I've got a 4th of July video that went out, but I'll just reiterate uh, to everyone, um, be safe out there. There's going to be a lot of motorists out there on the road. Uh, there's a lot of construction out there. You'd a agree? Lot a lot of construction going out there. So, you know, be on high alert uh, when you're out there uh, operating. And uh, if you're taking some time off uh, with your friends and family, and, and enjoy your time off. Um, you know, things are busy uh, here at Hirschbach. Uh, there's uh, a lot of activity going on, uh, a lot of business. Uh, if, you're take, if you're under a load, um, 
you know, it's hot out there. Uh, make sure that you're uh, checking your reefer, you got fuel in it, so on and so forth. And uh, also hydrate. Oh, make yeah. sure they stay hydrated. That's a good point. And, and during this 4th of July, I would like to say one other thing. Uh, with my background in law enforcement, mm-hmm. recently in Fort Worth, now I'm talking about this last week, there's been three shootings Wow. on freeways. So drivers, uh, people in cars, if you're out on your vacation trip, take that extra time. Let the aggressive drivers just go on by. Don't honk. Don't try to do anything because one of the shootings was a motorcycle being aggressive, mm-hmm. driving right through the middle of traffic, decided because one car tried to move over that didn't see the motorcycle. Motorcycle stopped in the middle of the highway, took a weapon, started walking towards the driver who had his family in the car, oh, but was also a concealed carry uh, individual. He stepped out of the car, told the guy to drop his weapon. He didn't. He shot and killed him. Wow. And I hear this because I was in law enforcement at that area, and so I get all the tips of everything that's mm-hmm. happening. And the very next night, not even uh, 10 miles from that location, uh, off of 820 and Blue Mound Road, another road rage incident where a person was shot and uh, was in serious condition as of right now just for road rage. So let them drivers go by. Yeah. That's great advice. Um, it's the safest way to operate uh, out there, uh, not only avoid uh, crazy situations like that, but uh, give yourself a cushion and, you know, be able to stop that vehicle at all times. You never know what uh, what situation you might come across. Exactly. Right. Exactly. So, well, great advice. Uh, also, uh, you know, be safe uh, out there, not only on the roadway, but uh, with the 4th of July it's going to be a lot of uh, festivities with uh, COVID and uh, having a dampered Fourth uh, of July last year. I think there's going to be probably some crazy fireworks <laughs> activities going on out there. Everybody's been trying to get away for a year and get yeah. out. They're all getting out. Right. Yeah. And that's a good with the bad. Yeah. Well, pay attention out there. Be safe. Enjoy yourself. And thank you, everyone. Take care. We'll see you next week. Okay. Great job.